0: This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 947, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, January the 26th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 947. It's our Comic Reviews episode for releases in the week of Wednesday, January the 26th. And I know what you're thinking. But Adam, this is February the 7th. How are we still talking about books from January? That's a great point. Uh, I'm very delayed in this podcast recently. Um, So we're jumping back into January to talk about books from the 26th. And then hopefully, God willing, I'll actually have something to talk about with the books that came out on the 2nd of February very shortly. Um, So first up, uh, let's talk quickly about books that we're not going to be actually talking about, but I do want to at least recognize that they they come out. There is new issues of Action Comics, uh, Aquaman, Green Arrow, Deep Target, Avengers Forever, Batman Catwoman Special, Black Panther, Captain America Iron Man, DC vs. Vampires, Death of Doctor Strange, Deathstroke Inc., Detective Comics, Devil's Reign Winter Soldier, Devil's Reign, Justice League, Marauders Annual, Mary Jane and Black Cat Beyond, uh, Mr. Miracle the Great Escape, Peacemaker Disturbing the Peace, Robin, Static Season 1, Superman and Robin Special, Superman 78, Task Force Z, Teen Titans Academy, The Flash, Thor, Wonder Girl and X Deaths of Wolverine, as well as X Men. Uh, so I'm talking about three books on this very truncated, quick episode. First up, we have Amazing Spider-Man 87. This is Beyond Chapter 13. This is written by Zeb Wells, artwork by Carlos Gomez, and this did feel like had the best sense of what it wanted to be in terms of telling a fun and en- engaging story. Um, in some ways, it almost it's kind of a silly <laughs> issue because. You know, Peter's been hurt really bad in the past. He's never had to, like, retrain with Black Cat and Captain America. So in one way, like, you know, if this was the first time that it ever happened, it would make a little bit more sense. Um, But you know what? I I feel like if you just kind of go with it and you have fun with it, it's actually pretty enjoyable. um, Seeing Peter getting more comfortable being, you know, with his body and his powers and get, you know, comfortable enough to fight against Captain America and Black uh, Cat and being able to kind of retrain himself It actually works. It's actually pretty interesting and enjoyable. If you get caught up on details or the fact that like, is it really that, you know, would you, would you really have Black Cat finding Captain America and would they really work together to retrain Spider-Man? Like, some of that stuff, maybe not, probably not, you know, but maybe, you know, why not? At the same time, like it just—it's one of those issues that really made me kind of take stock of, you know, why am I reading comics? Am I reading comics to to be a stickler for things? And 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 sometimes yes, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like I feel like if you're. If you want to just go along with the ride and have a fun time, and Zeb Wells here takes you by the hand and says, "Let's have a fun ride. Let's let's see these two characters try to retrain Spider-Man, get him back up and running. Obviously, we're eventually going to have him, you know, be Spider-Man again. So let's just have fun with it." And I felt like this was an issue that made me smile. The artwork by Gomez I thought was really fun and vibrant, and really kind of, you know, it wasn't heavy, it was it wasn't heavy handed. It was again just having a fun time. He had a really good sense of of anatomy and you know, the way the body moves. And it felt like it wasn't like i better Ramos where it was, you know, way too exaggerated or, you know, it just felt fun and playful. Um, I really liked the colors as well. I thought they were again, very vibrant. So Brian Valenza is the color artist here. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought this was just an engaging, fun and enjoyable book. Uh, obviously you also get, you know, this subplot with Ben Riley and what's been going on with him. I'm less interested in some of that stuff just cause you know, I wanted the Ben Reilly experiment to be a little bit more like it was in the 90s in terms of, you know, that felt like a very, you know, lived in version of the character. He had his own cast and it felt like he got to do a lot. And part of is that he got four bucks a month. So there was a lot of room there. But he's still getting three bucks a month here, but we still have this focus on Peter here. And I've always felt that that was kind of weird that we kind of had this. You know, dire thing happened to Peter, and now he's kind of fine. But, like, what's what's Ben's take on it? Does Ben, does ben know that Peter's kind of fine? Like, was it's so bizarre that they're not really talking to each other, and so I don't really know what the what, what things are like between the two of them. But, anyways, I enjoyed this issue, and I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, next up is Iron Man 16. I both liked and hated this at the same time. I was so dist- distracted by it. It's written by Christopher Cantwell, artwork by Julia Sauta, I thought it was a little heavy handed at times in the art here. Um, it's all about, you know, cosmic Iron Man comes back to Earth. Uh, everyone's really not sure what to do about him. Uh, he's, you know, trying to make things better. And then he ends up making everyone smarter uh, so they could be geniuses like him. And by the end, you have Patsy Walker going to Doctor Doom for help to stop Iron Man from, you know, being this Iron God. Um, On the one hand, some cool ideas. On the other hand, it just feels like this is kind of just, you know, Tony just becoming the next Korvac. Like, he fought against Korvac, and now he's kind of doing the same type of things. And so that was a little disappointing to see the character act that way. Um, And it definitely felt like maybe it wasn't the most... I don't know. I think it wasn't going forward enough. It just feels like we're going to go backwards again and I was really enjoying the take on Tony and I'm not as intrigued by this. And last but not least, we have Human Target Book 4 by Tom King and Greg Smallwood. This remains just a fantastic, enjoyable series. I love the colors. I love everything that Smallwood's doing. I think it's just so engaging. Um, he has such a you know unique take on how he wants everything to look. Um, it, again, I love the colors. They're so vibrant and full of life. Uh, every issue is just just such a pleasure to read um obviously it's got a very you know serious tone in terms of what's really going on deep down um but in the meantime i just found it was so much fun every issue i'm just i cannot wait for it it's been a long time since i've had like a dc issue come out that i'm like i want to read this before a marvel book um just because i find it so engaging and so interesting and Smallwood is just you know drying the crap out of this um I think this is probably Tom King's best writing in a long time, too. Just there's something so revitalizing about this. Does it sometimes maybe lean into some of his his hiccups as a writer a little bit, but also... You know it's just it feels very tightly plotted and um again i think that because it's like every day after day like you're getting a sequence of days i feel the continuity between it all feels so tight nothing else is happening in the in the dc universe that's impacting this it's just telling its own you know very unique story in a very tight band of time it doesn't worry about other continuity it's just doing its own thing and it's enjoyable as hell so if you have not been reading human target you really should if you're not really a you know, a Marvel fan, and that's why you haven't, sorry, not really a DC fan, that's why you haven't um, uh, given it a shot, I mean, you really should. It's surprisingly enjoyable and engaging, and I don't regret any of the issues I've read so far, and I can, always very excited for, you know, what which, which to read next, because it's such a good book, um, and very interesting. So let's uh, just jump forward just before I say goodbye. Uh, Some of the books that came out on the 2nd of February, um, they included, let's see, from DC Comics, we had new issues of Batman, Dark Knights of Steel, uh, Detective Comics, uh, One Star Squadron, Monkey Prince, Suicide Squad and World of Krypton, and over at Marvel's side, uh, we had Alien, Amazing Spider-Man, Avengers Tech-On, Black Panther Legends, we did a Cap America Truth a New Tree paperback of that. I feel like it's been a long time. We have a new epic collection for Conan Chronicles. We have Kazar, Lord of the Savage Land, 5 of 5. We have the second printing of Helligans. We've got the start of the Fantastic Four Reckoning War, as well as the sixth issue of Fantastic Four Life Story, as well as the launch of Sabretooth. Uh, we also have uh, Savage Spider Man number one, which is continuing the non stop Spider Man book. We also got Shang-Chi, Star Wars Crimson Rain. Uh, the Thing. We've got The Wolverine and the X-Men, Jason Aaron Omnibus, x Lives of Wolverine number 2, and we've got The Excellent number 1 and X-Men Legends number 11. So that's a lot of books. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode. You can always rate and review the show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Our next episode's going to have us talking about our top five favorite um, X-Men covers with myself, Nathan, Sc- Nathan Struck, and Paul Scores. and then the episode after, about well, two episodes after that, so I guess episode uh, 950 fifty, will have Mark Wade hopefully on the show uh, scheduling permitting. Um, but anyways, thank you so much for listening. You can reach me at comic shenanigans at com. As I said, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes and listen to us on Stitcher and you have a great day. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.